ready to create the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. We've done it ourselves after leaving careers in law and clinical practice. Like many other professional women, we wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our growing families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. For us, that looked like founding software companies, but for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other ambitious women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow an online business that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We love audiobooks and we suspect that you do too. Because you're a Soulful MBA listener, you can get an audiobook of your choice and a 30-day free trial over at audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash soulfulmba for your free audiobook. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Soulful MBA podcast, Office Hours Edition. I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sandy Connery. Hey, Sandy. Hey, Jenny. It's been a while since we're doing on Office Hours. Yeah, these are short and sweet, and we try to only do them when we feel like we have something to teach you in just a few minutes. And so that's what this episode is going to be. It's going to be practical and tactical, especially for those of you who have physical brick and mortar locations. So today's episode is all on how to get Google reviews for your wellness business. This is something we've never really talked about on the podcast. And it's one of those very low hanging fruit for those of you who have any sort of physical location whatsoever. And it's something that we definitely advise our clients on who do have those kinds of businesses. And we wanted to share that knowledge with all of you. So I think often I assume these kinds of strategies are a given. But now that we've encountered people who don't know to do this, I feel like it's worth sharing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people may know or think about Google reviews, but not really know how to do it or really understand how important it is to their business. I think people, you know, understand and appreciate word of mouth and that they want good word of mouth and lots of word of mouth out there. But we really want you to think about that the next best thing from word of mouth is a Google review or many Google reviews. Exactly. Yeah. So personal referrals are always going to feel more genuine to anyone who's a prospective client or customer. And so that means they're more likely to convert. And so if you're thinking about the difference between a Google review and a Facebook ad, you can imagine which one is more powerful. And even though, as you're saying, Sandy, that in-person is always best, we've uncovered some stats that are pretty powerful in terms of online reviews. So we've looked into these stats and 97% of consumers actually read online reviews for local businesses. And 85% have said that they trust online reviews as much as personal recommendations. So that's pretty stunning to me. And I and I try to think about it behaviorally myself. And I don't think I've ever bought anything on Amazon the first time without reading reviews about it ever. You know, if I'm reordering, I don't read the reviews. But if it's like the first time I'm buying a book or you know, like something for my kitchen or whatever, or any on any website, I just think I'm going to go look at the reviews first. And I'm very reluctant to purchase something without seeing the reviews. And so this makes sense for your business too. 
Yeah, I think it spills over. I mean, originally it was like restaurants. You'd look like you'd look at restaurant reviews, but now it's spilling over into, like you say, physical products on Amazon, right down to yoga studio, gyms, you know, everything. So if you have a brick and mortar, you need to start thinking about this. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say a fun little caveat that our spatula like rant like wore out last week. And I spent, I don't know, some ungodly amount of time on Amazon reading (laughs) reviews of silicone spatulas. And I was like, this is a waste of my existence because I was like, well, this one is better ranked than this one. And this one is going to ship with Prime. So for what it's worth, people really do do this, including me. And so you need to take it seriously. (laughs) So and one of the reasons why Google reviews are so important as opposed to something like Yelp. You will post a link to our blog post about this topic and you can read more about Yelp and why it's important, but why it's not as important as Google. One of the reasons that Google reviews are so important is because Google's search rank algorithm loves reviews. And so your Google reviews are tied to your search and tied to your business on Google Maps. And so SEO, your SEO for your business is going to improve as you get more reviews. And the truth is that Google reviews are sort of still underutilized. It's kind of amazing to me, but they are. So it's still kind of getting in early into that platform. If you're just acting now and you're encouraging your customers and clients at this point still to leave reviews, you're still sort of an early adopter, which means that you'll have an exponentially beneficial impact to your business by getting in at this stage. You know, Jenny, a, a couple of years ago, I spoke with a potential client who she was looking at Namastream for her sister mm-hmm. and her sister was getting a divorce and was in a lot of turmoil. And this was like a solution to start this online business. And the sister said, well, we can just like pay Google so that she's at the top of the page, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh my God, I don't even know where to start with that answer. So no, you can't pay Google to be, you know, to influence nope. the SEO, but this is what you can do. This is something you do have control over is to start asking your existing clients to write reviews. Yeah, so that's right. What you want to do is grab your what is it called, Jenny? Oh my God. Your listing, your business listing from Google Maps. So I used to have to do this. I used to have to do this for the physical store that I used to have. And it felt really good to like grab it, own it, fill out the hours, fill out the website, fill out all the information. And then I like owned it and owned the information that showed up when people Googled that store. So that is your first step. And we have a link to exactly how to do that in the blog post about this, but you need to find that and fill it out. And there is nothing worse than like not having the hours, you know, when you go to look at something and it's like, oh, I don't know if they're open right now. Yeah, no. So what you're going to do is you're going to grab and claim the business from Google. This really takes a couple of minutes. There are some Google features that are complicated, like Google Analytics. (laughs) This is not one of them. So it just takes a couple of minutes to go ahead and grab your business and claim it on Google. And then you're going to want to populate that business with the description, like Sandy said, your hours, you're going to want to upload photos of your location and inside and outside. Both of those are important. You're going to want to share your contact information and anything else you can think of that's relevant to your particular business. And then what happens when someone searches for you, all of this information that you've written and populated is going to show up in the right sidebar of a Google search when someone looks up the name of your business. So it's often, I mean, you probably know if you think about this yourself, right? Like you often don't even click through to the website. As you're saying, Sandy, yeah. I will Google something like a restaurant to see if they're open. And I would say nine times out of 10, I would never click over to their website. I'm simply looking at the hours and the 
address on the sidebar of Google. And the picture of the front door so you know what it looks like when you get there. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, just think about how you use the tool yourself and then you can think about how you can incorporate it into your business. Yeah. And there is a link when you're on your listing that you can grab. So if you copy and paste the write or review link, and you can use that to ask your customers to send you that referral or send you that Google review. So we're going to go through a couple ways to get a steady stream of those Google reviews. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is an easy-to-use platform that helps you build and sell your own courses, memberships, and live stream programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. You can learn more at namastream.com. So there are a few things that we recommend that you do as a way to encourage or incentivize your clients or just simply make it easier for them to leave you a review. So one of which is to include a link on your thank you page. So whenever someone signs up for your email list or buys something from you and they get redirected to a thank you page, just have a small area of that page or a sentence or something that says, thank you so much for signing up or thank you so much for you know buying this package or whatever, and then click here to leave a Google review. And it's not necessarily true that initially someone's going to go straight to leave you a review if they've just encountered your brand and signed up for your list or signed up and bought an intro package or something. But you've planted a seed that this is something that you're likely to ask for down the line or that, hey, this business does have a Google like listing and maybe I should think about writing a review. The next thing you're going to want to do is to circle back with new clients maybe a month in via email or phone call or in person and just ask them to consider leaving a review. And you'll know how to do this. I think it really is. This is one of those things that's really specific to your business. You know, it's it's a different thing if you're doing one-on-one work with someone versus if you're a yoga studio owner, right? Yeah, like, so specifically, like, when do you ask for that? Like, right. what's that? It really depends on what you're offering. Yeah. So you want to think about how that best fits into your business. And maybe you're already asking for reviews, but I think almost every client we work with is not good at asking for reviews of their business. And we're not good at it for our business, right? So Mm -hmm. I think you're, you're never asking enough. And this is one of those things that's a really simple, straightforward, easy way that the people that love you and love working with you can support you. They don't have to spend more money to do this. This is something that will take them literally five minutes, but it can have such a positive impact on you that it's worth asking for. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the reason that people don't leave a review is sometimes they don't know what to say. So when you are asking them for a review, so whether that's in the email or in person or however you're doing the ask, make sure you give them a couple ideas about what would be helpful or just prompt them with some questions. So a couple examples are, you know, what did you like about our instructors or how was the level of customization or what was the biggest takeaway that you had or give them some kind of prompts to think and write about your strengths. So it's not just like loved it. Great job. Would return mm-hmm. like not, you know, you want a little bit more substance to those reviews. So just give them a few prompts, depending again, what your service or product is to help them sort of really draw out what you'd like to hear. Exactly. Yeah. Think about like what exact copy you'd like to steal and put on your website as a testimonial and then ask prompts that get your clients to give you the answers that you're looking for. I mean, think about it. If you are on Amazon and you're searching for a silicone spatula like I was last week, like if somebody just says, oh, great, this is great. Best spatula. Like that actually 
is mildly meaningful to me, but I liked the people that were like, wow, this lasted five years and I all my other ones I had to replace after one year. Like that kind of level of detail is what people look for in any review. So you wanna really prompt people to tell stories in their reviews. Okay, Sandy, and the final tip we wanna share in this Office Hours episode is the important tip that you should respond to every single review that gets left on your Google page. And so that doesn't matter whether it's a negative review or a positive review, you wanna make sure you respond to everything. So not only does responding to your Google reviews help you with your SEO, it also helps to put a damper on any negative reviews that you have. So don't try to delete them or don't get mad, obviously, in your responses. Simply offer a helpful response if someone does happen to leave you a negative review. And then go ask all your friends to go leave you a positive review to move that negative one down. Yes, that's right. That's the other piece of it. (laughs) And negative reviews happen, right? Like the more successful you get, the more likely that is that someone is going to have experienced something unhelpful or they're going to be grumpy or whatever. So just, I mean... This is, I think, part of the internal fear that we all have is like, I don't want to ask because somebody might not tell me what I want to hear. But this is where you need to sort of get over that and just know that the vast majority of your clients are going to give you raving reviews. And if you happen to get a few bad eggs in there, it's really okay. It's still going to help your SEO. And I think we underestimate how much people want to help us help. Like, what can I do for you? How can I help your business? And the answer should be go write a Google review. You know, most people are more than happy to do that. The trick is to make them do it because they can't do it at that moment. If you're in standing in front of them, they need to go and sit in front of a computer. So or on their pull out their phone or something. But yeah, it is. I think we just need to be a little bit more brave about asking for our Google reviews. Exactly. All right, folks, that's all for this episode. We will see you next time. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Ready to go from, I really want to build an online business, but don't know where to start to, wow, I've just sold my first digital product. That's exactly what we're going to help you do during our free Become an Online Teacher course. We've created a simple five-day email-based course to teach you everything you need to get started as an online teacher. By the end of the week, you'll have a digital product that's mapped out, priced, and ready to offer your community. Head over to soulful.mba teacher to sign up. It's totally free. Thank you.